dangerous to have a shallow faith. When life's storms, pandemics, or the latest flashy attraction comes along, that faith won't stand. Paul and Timothy, sitting in prison, writing this letter, knew that. So even as they praised the Colossians for having a vibrant, living faith, they encouraged and warned them about being uprooted. Welcome to First 15, where we listen to God and respond to His Word in a personal way. I'm Ron, and I'll be your guide on this journey. We're all followers here. We're following God as we reflect on His Word and respond to Him in prayer. If you're new to First 15, follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. You're in the right place to grow your faith. In Season 4, we're reading and praying through a few New Testament letters. Each morning when we get up, we have habits that we practice that get the day started. Just stop and think about how you spend the first 15 minutes of your day. Whether you brush your teeth, wash your face, drink water, start exercising, say a prayer, or reach for your phone, whatever habits you do first lead you into other habits or actions like going to work, exercising, going to school, cleaning the house, or whatever takes up the greater part of your day. The point is, Our habits and actions say something about what's important to us, what's at the center. All the writings of the New Testament have the same basic truth at the center. The reality of Jesus Christ changes our values, our actions, our beliefs. And submitting to Him as Lord has a ripple effect throughout all areas of our lives. The intent of our podcast is to apply the truth of God's message beyond the first 15 minutes to the rest of your life. We follow a four-step process, and you can get details about that at wordofprayer.com. That's with dashes. Paul's letter to Philemon and Colossians are two of the shorter letters of the New Testament, and yet they teach us a lot about early Christ followers and how they lived out their faith and struggled with their own challenges. The same set of people are mentioned in both letters, and these letters were probably hand-delivered by the same person, Tychicus, to the same location, Colossae, some 30 years after Christ walked on earth, or about 60 AD. We're going to read further in Colossians today, and Paul and Timothy are going to explore what the centrality of Christ means for how we live daily. Listen now to Colossians 2, verse 6, through chapter 3, verse 4. Therefore, just as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, keep walking in Him, rooted and built up in Him, and made firm in the faith, just as you were taught, and overflowing in thankfulness. Watch that no one kidnaps you all through his philosophy and empty deceit, built on the traditions of men, on the elemental spirits of the world, and not after Christ. For in him all the fullness of deity lives bodily, and you are filled in him, who is head over every ruler and authority. In him you were also circumcised with a circumcision not done with hands, as when Christ stripped off his physical body, the circumcision of Christ. Having been buried with him in baptism, you also have all been raised with him 
through faith in the power of God who raised him from the dead. You were dead through your transgressions and the uncircumcision of your flesh, yet he made you alive together with him, having forgiven us all our transgressions. He destroyed then handwritten debt that we owed, which was written against us. He has taken it away by nailing it to the cross. Having stripped the rulers and authorities, he disgraced them openly, triumphing over them by the cross. Therefore, don't let anyone judge you in food or drink or with respect to a feast day or a new moon or a Sabbath day, which are a shadow of the things to come. But the body is Christ's. Let no one rob you of your prize by required fasts and worshiping of angels, focusing on the things which he has not seen, puffed up by empty notions of his fleshly mind. He has not held firmly to the head, from whom all the body, being supplied and knit together through the joints and ligaments, grows with God's growth. If you died with Christ from the elemental spirits of the world, why, as though living in the world, do you subject yourselves to regulations like don't handle, don't taste, don't touch? All of these perish with use because they are based on human commands and doctrines. These things may appear like wisdom with self-imposed worship, false humility, and severity to the body, but they aren't of any real value to check fleshly indulgence. If you've been raised together with Christ, keep seeking the things above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Keep thinking on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, your life, is revealed, then you will also be revealed in glory with him. There's so much packed into these 22 verses or four paragraphs in this part of the letter. We won't get into all the details, but let's meditate on this passage and let God speak to us and teach us from it. If by chance you're listening to this as your first taste of the podcast, just know that there are a few important background points in the first two to three episodes of this season. So make sure you go back and listen to those soon. In this part of the letter to Colossians, Paul and Timothy continue their encouragement of the believers in Colossae. They have stated clearly, unmistakably, that Christ is at the center. He is supreme. And everything you seek in terms of wisdom and knowledge and understanding, are hidden in him. You've received him as Lord. Keep walking in him. That's what they say. It's a figure of speech in the Bible that means live your life, the way you walk, as if you are walking with God on your life journey. Sometimes following after him, sometimes in communion, walking right next to him, but always in communication. The next figure of speech literally goes deeper, rooted and built up in him. In my backyard, I've had to uproot some plants. The deeper the roots go, the more difficult it is to pull it up. I know that by experience. 
Now, the other figure that is mentioned here, built up, is best translated as building onto something, like in addition to a house. You know, the small house that my dad grew up in in Oklahoma was originally a two-bedroom structure on a concrete slab that had five and then six people in it. As the family grew to eight, they built onto the house, adding two more bedrooms and an indoor bath as well. Well, the word that Paul and Timothy use in this letter after rooted is a lot like that. Their idea is you've got a solid foundation in Christ. Now grow your faith and build on your spiritual house, expanding it on Christ. At this point, Paul and Timothy go into warning mode and they repeat some of the warnings that they gave earlier in the letter. See the last episode for a few more details. They say basically, don't be deceived by empty philosophy, human traditions, or spiritual teachings that are not built on Christ. In fact, Paul and Timothy remind us in chapter 2, verses 9 and 10, about some of the things that they said earlier about Christ in chapter 1. Things like full deity and that he is head of all. But also they say that Christ is incredibly But also they say that he, Christ, incredibly fills us with his divine power and goodness. Here it is again. Let me read verses 9 and 10. For in him all the fullness of deity lives bodily, and you are filled in him, who is the head over every ruler and authority. That would be worth meditating on today, or even over several days. In fact, I had an entire episode of First 15 and Season 1 devoted to just the first 10 verses of Colossians 2. You can go back to that and listen to it again. The next section of our reading has a lot in it that's drawn from the Jewish roots of Christianity, including a reference to the rite of circumcision, which was a distinguishing mark of what made someone a Jew. Now, Paul goes into this a lot in the letter to the Galatians, saying, Don't be circumcised. If you're a Gentile believer, it won't save you. It doesn't have saving value. That's really not his point in Colossians, but he uses the whole image and language of circumcision to make several points. I'm not going to go into the details, but let's just say there are some strange practices that the Colossians were being tempted to join in. Things that mixed Jewish rituals with pagan mysticism and spiritism. But here's the main point that comes through. These other practices were not based on Christ, and they did nothing to help you live a life that looked like Christ. In our lives today, we should look at each thing we do this way. Does this reflect the central importance of Christ in my life? That's a good question to ask ourselves frequently. And the second one is this. Is this thing helping me grow to be more like Christ in my habits? These two questions arise out of a central truth that Paul and Timothy highlight about believers. They say, having died previously to sin and now living as someone raised to new life 
in new power by God. Now, they mention this several times in chapter 2, verses 12 through 13, again in verse 20, and then once again in chapter 3, verses 1 through 4. So in the reading that I did at the beginning, you heard that theme repeated three times. Much like in Romans 6, Paul appeals to the experience of baptism and refers to it as an act of dying with Christ and being raised to new life in Christ. And then he says, as those raised in Christ, we set our hearts on things above. Our minds are set on Christ above, not on earthly or human principles, no matter how spiritual they sound. Take a moment. Let's pray about this together. Lord, I want to know you better. I want to walk with you each day. I want to grow deep roots and build on what you have already brought alive in me. All the fullness of deity in bodily form. How can I grasp that? And yet you tell me I am filled with it in some way. It's amazing, God. Amazing love, amazing wisdom and power. Please keep me from being deceived, from falling for counterfeits, and being drawn into spirituality that is actually human, earthly, and does not arise from a living connection to Christ. You have raised me to new life. Fill me with that and help me to set my mind and heart on your things, your realities. They are inexhaustible. I'll never unravel all the mystery. So unravel me and make me at home in your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. The truth in Colossians 2 is deep, but it's not beyond you or me to receive it and live it. Root yourself in Christ today. Take one or two of these verses and just meditate on it. Verse 15 is a podcast meant to encourage you in your walk with God. If you'd like to go a little deeper in Bible study into Colossians and Philemon, check out Christ Supreme, a study resource for you to explore deeper into God's Word. For details, go to wordofprayer.com or to our Facebook page at wordofprayer15. Walk in Christ and grow your faith in Him today as you keep thinking of these things. Blessings.